0: Mark, a lot of people were surprised on Friday morning when we heard that Northridge Mall's prospective buyer has walked away. What's going on?
1: Here we go again, right? How many years have we talked about this site and nothing happening, nothing happening. So here was a potential thing from Phoenix investors who wanted to redevelopment for warehousing, have some jobs there and had secured the site. They were unable to reach an agreement with the city and with the mayor's office, had asked for some money in terms of the forgiveness of of the taxes on the thing and some other things there, really tried to work with the mayor's office on this. But the mayor's office and the city really want to raise the property. They've said they want some sort of light industrial on the site to bring more jobs there. So they weren't able to reach an agreement. And so now Frank Carvello and others have just walked away from the deal. So now the city is stuck here. They're going to have to see where to go next. They still have the raise order, which is in court. And it should be hopefully... A ruling soon on it. The one issue Libby that's gonna be interesting is that Frank Cavello and his firm had provided security on the site over the last few months. So the site had been secured. They hired a firm, there was twenty four hour monitoring. He said he'll leave that there for a week and then he's obviously not gonna pay for that anymore. So then who will pay for that? The city? Will the owner of the site still? Who knows? So we had issues in twenty twenty two there with multiple fires there, multiple other incidents there. So this is gonna get interesting over the next couple of months as to you know what happens next. Is there anybody else out there who wants the property? Have not seen Seen them yet, and we could end up with a site here that's going to sit open for a longer.
0: What I don't understand is the city of Milwaukee, they had somebody who wanted it, they had right. somebody who had the money. Why didn't they work with them?
1: They weren't seeing eye to eye use. It literally has been 20 years since anything has happened there. We need something there. So this one's going to be uh, interesting to see. I know that the aldermen weren't happy. They want to see something on this site. It's sat open for so long. So there is a lot of controversy over this one, no doubt.
0: All right. It was a big news week because it was another surprising story when we heard about the quick sale of the Man. former Cardinal Stritch University. Who bought it, and what did they plan to do with it?
1: I told you that there'd be a lot of interest in the site, and there was. There was really a lot of people who looked at it. Great site in a great location up on the North Shore, but it was actually bought by the owners of Husco, the Ramirez family, well-known in the area, philanthropists. have done tremendous work. They built and opened St. Augustine School on the south side which has been very very successful so that family now will own this property they paid 24 million for it and are looking at some sort of school or educational Operation on the site, similar to what they have on the south side, aimed at other students in the area. They really, and this is an amazing family. They've done some great things for our community, spent a lot of money here to really try to help education in our region. They really want to expand on the North Shore, want to offer this there. So, this is an interesting site. I don't think anybody thought it would end up as one firm like this, that maybe there'll be retail, office, and then, then maybe some housing. But here, they're looking at 100% education on the site. They had talked about whether it was a chance for office and retail. And right now, they're going to look at just doing that, having a school there, and really trying to improve educational comes in the Milwaukee area.
0: All right. Another story you guys broke at the Milwaukee Business Journal, and that's about the plans by Ergans to sell the former M&I building on North Water Street. What are they going to build there?
1: High profile site right next to their new one. They built right next door and obviously right across the street from City Hall. Would you be shocked if I said housing? Probably not, right? Because what else could you put downtown other than housing? Not a lot of need right now for office space because of what's gone on over the past couple of years. So I think you'll see a mix of some sort of small retail on the first floor or two, and then you'll see housing. I mean, they doing it right up the street at 100 East, down the street, further at the Heinz Project than Third Ward. They're doing it at the Ascent. They're doing it at Nova. There is, all of a sudden, this surge of housing throughout the main area of the city. I would not be surprised if there was housing on that site. There is an apartment across the street from City Hall. Maybe that's what it comes. I don't think it's going to happen overnight. This one could last a while, but I think long-term, you'll see some sort of housing there with some retail.
0: We've got Mark Cass here from the Milwaukee Business Journal, and let's talk about the Brewers. Yeah. They're doing well out on the field, and apparently... Fans in the stands are news as well. Where do they rank as far as attendance? And what's the outlook for the rest of the season?
1: Probably not surprising, but they're kind of in the middle of the pack right now. And I think MLB overall has had a nice surge this year. I think some of the things they've done in terms of the speed of the game have helped draw in more people. But again, it's really about winning, right? So they've had a pretty good success in the first part of the story. They've seen a slight increase year over year, right about 1% averaging about 30000 a game. But I think if they continue to win and are in the playoff, hunt for the year, you'll see a surge. That's what happens all the time. How many times have I told you about winning? Winning is important. So, I mean, if they continue to win and are in a race, I think you'll see that number go up. I think they're not at the level of the Cubs, the Yankees, and some of the who draw huge numbers all the time. The Brewers, though, have outperformed their market. Remember, the Brewers are one of the smallest markets in the Major League. Well, they this is it.
0: Market. You mentioned New York, Chicago. Yeah. Those are much bigger right. cities.
1: They are. And so we've always out drawn our size, but I think that will even increase if they're in the playoffs. People in Milwaukee love a winner. We saw that with the Bucks up in Green Bay all the time. I think the thing that's also helped the Brewers this year is they've seen groups return. Remember last year, the big thing was groups because of COVID. we weren't seeing a lot of group sales. They're seeing more of that this year and are seeing some excitement about this team. And again, winning sells seats.
0: Let's talk about my favorite time of the year, cream puff season. The Wisconsin you know, State figured- you opening on Thursday.
1: I thought you were going to say food on a stick. I thought oh, that was your favorite no, food. No,
0: I love that cream puff pavilion. <laughs> yes. You talked about attendance being up with the Brewers. What about the State Fair? Do you think it's going to be up yeah. this year? And how are sponsorships doing?
1: I think they're going to have another strong year. Last year, you saw them return to over $1 million there last year. I think you saw things returning with the Brewers and returning with Summerfest. You've seen crowds come back. You've seen these people come back. And State Fair is always so popular, and it does very well. So I would think you're probably going to have another strong year Weather is a huge impact on that. If we don't have a heat wave or we don't have huge storms, I think they're going to have a very strong year. They always have a very strong lineup. They always have the farm animals. They have the really good exhibits, and they have food on a stick. And I know you're waiting for, what are you going to get on a stick this year? Is it going to be like mashed potatoes or you know, pickles or you
0: know, No, you or know what? I hope they have it again this year. The deep-fried olives on a stick. That is my favorite.
1: I'm always amazed every year what they can have on a stick. I never thought some of these things would ever be on a stick, but you know, it's obviously worked really well and things are very strong for the fair and I think they're going to have another strong year.
0: Do you think that with the RNC in town next year that they're going to be serving food on a stick at any of their events because
1: (laughs) you... Other than if it's an appetizer, (laughs) right? I don't think otherwise that's going to happen. No, that's not going to be the case. But
0: the Milwaukee Business Journal this week hosted a panel on all of this. What is the message you're hearing?
1: It's coming, and it's coming quicker than you think. We're now under a year here, Libby, and we're starting to see some awards of some contracts. We've seen some of the largest contracts are out right now in terms of the construction of the arena, of the physical stage. And stuff in the arena for the transportation for all the buses. We're starting to see these things come out. We're gonna see them awarded yet in August and September. You know, all of a sudden we're gonna be in the fall, and you're gonna see more contracts for insurance and graphics and all the kind of stuff they need. And all of a sudden we're gonna be into 2024 and it's gonna be here, right? So there is excitement starting. And the message we're hearing over and over again, and the thing we heard at our event last week was this is for Milwaukee. This is a chance for Milwaukee to make money and a chance for Milwaukee to shine. And we need to take advantage of it, and we need to make sure we're involved. We need to work with each other, we need to partner with each other. They said they have 1,200 firms registered in their portal to get work from the convention. 90% of them are from the area. So there's a real chance here for Milwaukee to make a lot of money from this event and for us to have a message and to have a great showing. It's a great opportunity for the city.
0: Is there any truth to the rumor that you're opening your place up as a B&B?
1: I don't think so, but if you want to come and stay, we'll find a spot outside on the patio for you. How about that?
0: As long as it's during the air show, because I saw your pictures on Facebook Ah, of the Blue Angels, and boy, did you have a spot.
1: They flew right over our condo. I could look at the guy, and I think I waved at him. He was so close.
0: It was crazy. (laughs) And I think he waved back. Mark Cass from the Milwaukee Business Journal. It is always so much fun talking with you.
1: Always good to be here, Libby. I'll talk to you next week.